Welcome everybody to the Rish Podcast with your host, Mr. Wills. Welcome to my weekly Premier League preview show. After another great week in the Premier League, we look forward to a new week. So we're going to start with the first game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. The game is Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Now this is a very, very interesting game, this. Palace, well organised. Bit of a threat going forward forward with Eze, Edward, Mateta, Fulham, well organised. Bit of a threat, William, Pereira, Pelinia, Decorva Reed, Harry Wilson. I think this is a game where both teams will be looking to take points really. Both teams are on seven points. So they've had a fairly decent start to the season. If one of the teams could win, well that would put them in a good position to start the season with. Like I said, this is a very interesting game. I don't see much in it, to be honest with you. I'm very impressed with what Edward's doing. I thought he should be doing a lot better and he is starting to do so. I'm very impressed with Fulham when they've got Paulinho in the team. I think he's such a key man for them. And when he's playing, it gives you great hope they're going to win. Palace last week against Villa, very unlucky. But I do think Palace struggled to score a lot of goals. And I also think they need somebody to take the sting out of the game. And that's where they miss Elise. Elise is a big player for them. And him not being there, he takes the ball up the field. He looks after it. Big miss. Fulham, very well organised. Like I said, Paulini makes a big difference. A lot of options off the bench. A lot of wide players off the bench to come on and off and give their all. Very interesting game. I believe this is going to be a draw. And I'm going for a 2-2 draw. And a key man, William. As we get into the second game, well, this is a big, big football match. Luton versus Wolves. Luton have no points. Wolves have three. Luton have had a pretty tough start. Wolves have had a very tough start. This is a game where both teams will believe or want to win. I believe Luton, like I've said many a time on my podcast, Every team will be looking to take six points off Luton this season. When I watch Luton play, there just, there just seems to be a lack of quality from all I saw. There's endeavour, there's work rate, but ultimately there's no quality. Regards Wolves, they've got plenty of quality, as you've seen last week against Liverpool. But they lack the killer instinct. So this for them is a, is a pretty good game because they should dominate the game. They've got an attacking threat. It's just if they take their chances. The plus is that Luton haven't got Mo Salah, Jota, Diaz, Gakpo. They just haven't. So if they do go 1-0 up, there might be a chance they could hold out and keep the ball. But it's a big football match. Luton at home, they're going to give their all. Tight pitch. They're going to go long. They're going to make it a physical battle. But I do believe Wolves defenders are you know, they like all that, don't they? Dawson, Kilman. They're going to like that physical battle. Anyway, I'm going for a Wolves victory and I'm going for 2-0. And the key man, Cunha, he's going to make up for last week. The third game, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Manchester City versus Nottingham Forest. Well, City just keep rolling on, don't they? Juggernaut, ain't they? Efficient, pure quality. Love the new signings that City have made. You know, when City buy players, usually they're, they're efficient, they're top technicians, 
But now they've bought players with a bit of pace, a bit of guile, a bit of, I don't know, get you off your seat, Doku, Nunes. These are players that fans want to see. Fast, skillful, make something happen. And young. Forrest the same. I said a couple times in my podcast, that swap for Brennan, Brennan Johnson, for Callum hudson is one of the greatest swaps in Premier League history. 50 million for Johnson and 4 million for hudson and they're the same age. <laughs> That's unbelievable business. Anyway, getting into the game. City at home. They're, they're unbeatable. That's the word to describe them at home. They're unbeatable. Forest, you have to feel sorry for them in their, with their fitch list. They, have, they would have played City, Arsenal away, Manchester United away, Chelsea away. All in their first six games. Incredible, incredible start to the season. This will be a tight game for a while, but I expect City to take over. But with Forrest's attacking threat going forward, City will be aware that there's plenty of pace in the Forest team and plenty of guile. But when you go to the Etihad, can you keep City out? Usually the answer is no. And usually keeping out Haaland at the Etihad is very difficult. So, I'm going to go for a good game, 3-1 to City. And the key man, Haaland. The fourth game, Saturday, half five. Brentford versus Everton. Brentford have got six points, but they've only lost one game. So they've won one and drawed three. Everton have one point. So this is a, this is a big game because Brentford want to win and Everton... I believe the manager's job's on the line in this game. I truly believe the manager's job's on the line. Because ultimately with Everton, they are boring. They are so, so boring. They don't score. They try and hold teams out. The defenders ain't good enough. They're just, they're just a terrible watch. If you've got a season ticket holder at the minute for Everton, it's no good. It's no good. Brentford, they'll expect to win this game. And they'd want to win this game. I do worry about them going forward. I know Brenro's got a few goals. But you don't expect him to get 10 to 15 goals this season. Has he already gone through his nice spell? And now he's into that spell where you expect him to work teams hard. Keep the ball. But not have no end product. It's a big worry for Brentford. Can Everton find something in the final third? Dig in. Counter Brentford. Like I said, I think the manager's job's on the line. You know, Beto looks good, but I was watching against Arsenal. He was working like a maniac. No support. Absolutely no support. And the biggest and the most worrying thing for me, if I was an Everton fan, when I was watching that game on Sunday, they can't they can't keep five passes together. A Premier League team can't put five passes together. Incredible. Anyway. I'm expecting a very tight game here and I'm going for a Brentford 2-1 victory. And the key man, I'm going to go with Visa. The fifth game, Saturday, 8 o'clock. Burnley versus Manchester United. I was very interested to watch Burnley on Monday night, how they set up some of the players I, I ain't watched or heard of. I was quite impressed in the way they were set up, what they were looking to do. The manager certainly knew how to get at Forest. Ultimately, 
They let themselves down in the final third a few times, Burnley. But the players are young. But there was a lot of positives for me. As we all know, I'm a big Man United fan. What's going on is, you know, I've, I've got a podcast that I put, put out a couple of weeks ago about my worry with Tengard. And I've been proven right. When you buy players for the Premier League, they've got to hit the ground running. And when you spend big money on them, they've got to hit the ground running. The biggest issue I've got right now is that Real Madrid sold us Casemiro for 70 million. They went and bought Turumeli for 65. Turumeli's getting better. Casemiro's getting worse. Turumeli's on 100 grand a week probably. Casemiro's on a 350 grand. Casemiro's a great player. But when you bring him in, I was watching Arsenal with Declan Rice. And Declan Rice is covering ground, filling gaps, holding the ball. Problem for Casemiro is he just can't do it. And because he can't do it, he then needs help. But he ain't going to get help from Christian Eriksen. And he ain't going to get help from Scott McTominay. And Bruno Fernandes is Bruno Fernandes. So the midfield is disjointed to say the least. This game might help because the pitch is a little bit narrow. And there's, you don't, there's not much space to cover. But the manager certainly has to find a way of helping Casemiro out and getting the best out of his players. The right-hand side is non-void. Nothing's going on down there. Absolutely nothing. This is a big football match from the manager. If they lose to Bayern Munich and then they go into this game, three games in a row losses, and they were to lose this game to Burnley, the pressure on him is going to be huge. Absolutely huge. I don't think we're going to lose this game. I think we're going to eat out a 2-1 victory. And the key man in the game for me, Hoyland. The sixth game, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Chelsea have got four points and Villa have got nine. Chelsea have been miserable this season. And what, why they've been even more miserable, because the fixture list they've had, except for Liverpool, has been very, very kind. Very kind. They just don't look like they're going to score a goal. I'm not saying they're playing badly, but when you don't take points from the easy games, you don't really expect to take a lot of points from the harder games. It's just how football goes. Even Man City won't win all their hard games against the top six all season. It just doesn't happen. They're playing a team with Villa who they've lost their away games, except for Burnley, but they've won all their home games. They will come to Chelsea in the belief that they can hurt them. Because they'd also believe that Chelsea can't really hurt them. So they'll play on the counter of Watkins and Diaby and look, and look to keep it tight. Now Chelsea will have the ball and they will look to make things happen. But when I'm looking at some of the players that Chelsea playing with, yes, they have injuries. You know, Cole Palmer come on. And Cole Palmer looks like a good football player. But he looks inexperienced. He looks a bit like do I belong? You know, at the, Chelsea are used to people that they belong at this level. They stand up. I just don't think they've got the players like that at the minute. Yes, they're bought for the future, but the future is now also, isn't it? You know, the way the league's going, if they were to not pick up three points in this game, you know, you'd have to say they're out of Europe already. Remember, Man City probably going to have six wins out of six. So they'll be on 18 points. Chelsea will be on four points if they were to lose this game. That's 14 points. Whew. It's a big game for Chelsea. 
And it's also a big game for Villa because they'll think they can go and beat beat Chelsea, move on to 12 points, and their season won't start to seem, will seem, yo, we're doing all right, yeah? We've lost two games, but, you know, along with winning the other games, it's, it's all good. I think this is going to be a good game. I'm going for a 2-1 Villa victory. And the key man in this game, Ollie Watkins, yet to score in the Premier League, is going to. The seventh game, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Liverpool versus West Ham. Another big game. Liverpool have 13 points. West Ham have 10. Liverpool want to keep the pace with Manchester City. And West Ham will want to recover from their loss last week. Big game. I feel with Liverpool, they're getting cooking. Wolves, they weren't very good last week. But they've got ammunition off the bench. And that is key. If things are going wrong, the manager can make changes. And what I will say about the manager last week, he wasn't scared to make them. And why probably wasn't he scared to make them? Because he knows he's got the options off the bench. So, it's, you know, it's a squad game really, isn't it? And Liverpool have got a very good attacking threat going forward now. A lot of options. Probably the best options in the league, in my opinion. Regards West Ham, they done what I thought they were going to do. They stuck in. They got a goal. They tried to stay on their 1-0 victory against City. In the end, they got grinded down. I do believe they've got to be a little bit more attacking, attack-minded sometimes. You know, you can't expect against the big teams to get a goal and sit in and get 1-0 victories. You know, what if you score one from a set piece and then you go again and try and get a second? You know, that's the way I would look to go against Liverpool. Liverpool can be hurt. They're without Van Dijk. You should go there with the ability thinking, let's go and hurt this team. That would be my advice. Good game. I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. I, I think West Ham will score. And I think Liverpool obviously will score also. I'm going with the key man. The key man for me, Jared Bowen. The eighth game, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Arsenal versus Tottenham. Both teams are on 13 points. So, it was a big game because it's a derby. But it's also a big game because you're trying to keep pace with City. So for Arsenal, it's all about the victory. For Tottenham, they'll take a draw. Arsenal, with the money they've spent, the expectation for the season, they've got to go and win this game at all costs. It's a big game. I like what Arsenal are doing. They look quite solid at the minute. They're not really attacking too well. It'll be a game really for Saka and one of the strikers to turn up. They're very solid. They're very organised. You know, you can see they're well coached. And a very tough team to play against Arsenal. Keep the ball. Yeah, very good team. Tottenham also. But this is their biggest test of the season. Going away to Arsenal. But the one thing I'll say about Tottenham, they've got a lot of guile and they've also got a lot of pace up front. So, the Arsenal back line will be going backwards instead of forwards. You know, that Tottenham players look to penetrate teams, you know, and that means you've got to run backwards. So that's going to be interesting to see how Arsenal deal with that. But also Tottenham, their manager is very good also. He he doesn't just do one style, he can adapt in the game also. So it's very interesting. But also it'll be interesting to see how good the Tottenham defence really is. Because 
this is a this is a game where they're going to be under the pump a bit. So, and we're interested to see how the goalie handles it. So, there's a lot of things that you're interested to see in this game. Very interesting game. My head says a draw. My heart says Arsenal victory. I'm going to follow my heart and I'm going to go for an Arsenal victory. And I'm going to go 3-2 with Arsenal. And the key man, I think Saka's due to turn up. So, the key man for me is Saka. The ninth game, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Brighton versus Bournemouth. Brighton, joyous team to watch, ain't they? Got to be well up there as one of the most well-coached team in Europe. Every player that comes in knows exactly what they're doing. The manager can adapt in games. The players can adapt in games. They are supremely coached. Bournemouth, very unlucky. The fixture list they've had. Very tough start to the season. Like what the manager's doing. They've been very unlucky with the fixture list. They've got three points. So they've got three draws. They're yet to win. And the only thing they can hope for really is that um, Brighton have got the European hangover. But what I will say about Brighton is, I mean, on Saturday when they beat Man United, they brought on Evan Ferguson, Ansu Fati and Jao Pedro onto the pitch and they were winning 3-0. So they have got a good squad, Brighton. Make no bones about it. Very good team. It's going to be a tough ass for Bournemouth. But, you know, the manager's doing a good job. I like Solanke. I do think that Quattara could be a lot better than he did the other day. Tavernier could do a lot better. If them players can turn up, they might have a chance. But I do worry about them in midfield, Bournemouth. And Brighton, in midfield, they are a joke. They They just seem to have a pass, don't they? Someone always seems to be free. It's a tough ask for Bournemouth. Very tough ask. But I think they'll be in the game. I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory, Brighton. And the key man, Matoma. The 10th game, Sunday, half four kickoff. Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Sheffield United have one point. Newcastle have six. This is a game both teams would think they're going to win. Sheffield United will think they'll win this game because Newcastle coming back from Europe, a European hangover, not really in the best of form either. And regards Sheffield United, they were unlucky last week at Tottenham. Like I've said before, I like the business they've done up front with Art John Harmer. It's very energetic, it's very mobile, and there's they've got something about them, them, them players. So this is going to be an interesting game. Guys, Newcastle. Their wide players need to get going. Harvey Barnes, Gordon, Almiron, Murphy, whoever's playing there not is not delivering. Also in midfield, they're lacking a bit of bite, a bit of class. This is going to be an interesting game. And I believe they're going to be an upset. Or will it be classed as an upset? Yeah, I'm going for a Sheffield United win. And I'm going for 3-1 Sheffield United. And the key man, Cameron Archer. Thanks for listening. Look out for my new Instagram page, The Real Shh. Get behind The Real Shh. Thank you very much. Bye.